Hello, welcome back to the Barefoot Books podcast. This week, we'll hear the story of La Bruja from the Mexican city of Cordoba. Though La Bruja has helped nearly everyone in the city with her magic, one day a judge throws her in jail for being a witch. But the beautiful witch still has a few tricks up her sleeve. After the story, go to barefootbooks.com to listen to other tales from grandmother's stories. This is the story of the beautiful crone of Córdoba, a story from Mexico. Long ago, before you were born, there was a beautiful old crone whose magic was known far and wide. La Bruja could make the corn grow high for the farmers when there was no rain. She could tell the miners where to find silver and gold in the mountains, and she knew where the fish could be caught in the sea. Nearly everyone in the city of Córdoba went to La Bruja for help at least once in their lives. She smiled as she gazed into her crystal ball. She smiled as she cast a magic spell. Everyone knew that La Bruja was a witch, but she was so kind and so helpful, no one seemed to mind. Her hair was as white as the snow on the mountains, her eyes were as blue as the sea, and her skin as soft as velvet. Although she was old, La Bruja walked through the street with quick, strong strides. She was as beautiful as a young girl. Some people said La Bruja was friends with the devil because of her unusual ways, but most agreed this was a ridiculous notion. One night, as La Bruja was mixing a magic potion for a lovesick boy, someone banged loudly at her door. As always, she opened it gladly. Ten policemen and their captain rushed into her house. They surrounded La Bruja and tied her hands with a rope. As they pushed her out into the street, she called over her shoulder to the boy, Don't worry about me. Drink the potion with your sweetheart and you will be married within a year. La Bruja then turned to the policeman and smiled her enchanting smile. She was so beautiful they couldn't help smiling back. The captain bowed to La Bruja and held out his arm to help her onto his wagon. Then he took her to the judge's chamber. The judge looked up from behind his tall desk. So, you have caught the old witch, he said. La Bruja looked straight into the judge's eyes and smiled her enchanting smile. She was so beautiful The judge couldn't help smiling at her. Her long white hair made him think of a glorious waterfall. So he closed his eyes. He shook his head. He banged his gavel and said, No witch will live in this city, no matter how beautiful she is. La Bruja kept right on looking straight into the judge's eyes. Her gaze made him think of the stars. Before he knew what he was doing, he smiled again. Then he shook his head. He banged his gavel and said, No witch will live in this city, no matter how lovely she is. La Bruja smiled her enchanting smile, and she kept right on looking straight into the judge's eyes. The judge stood up. 
He pounded his gavel three times on his desk. No beautiful witch will put me under her spell, no matter how much I wish she would. Lock up this crone in the third cellar of the jail before I change my mind. So the captain and all ten policemen led La Bruja down the cold stairs to the first cellar. They led her down the cold stone stairs to the second cellar. At last they were all standing at the bottom of the cold stone stairs in the dark, damp hall of the third cellar. La Bruja smiled to herself when she saw her cell. There was a small round stove and a narrow bed and nothing else. We are sorry, La Bruja, said the captain. You have helped us with your magic. We do not want to leave you in this cold, dark place, but we must follow the judge's orders. He bent down and lit a fire in the stove. Then he sent one of the policemen to bring La Bruja warm blankets, and he sent another to fetch her a soft velvet chair with wide arms and a footstool. La Bruja smiled. Don't worry about me, she said. For your kindness, I will tell you your fortunes. You will all be rich. Your children will be famous, and each of you will live to be a very old man. She waved goodbye to them and settled down in the soft velvet chair. Many days later, the judge came to La Bruja's cell. He was sure that after she lived in the third cell all this time, she would confess to being a witch. He took the key from his belt, unlocked the door, and cautiously entered her cell. He was glad to see that La Bruja was facing the wall. He was afraid to look into her beautiful, sparkling eyes again. Then he saw what La Bruja was doing. She was drawing with charcoal on the wall of her cell. She had drawn an enormous crow with wide-spread wings. On the back of the crow was an elaborate wicker basket big enough for a person to sit in. Every crisp black feather of the crow gleamed as if it were real. Come in, come in, judge, said La Bruja. Please sit down in this comfortable chair. The judge nearly fell into the soft velvet chair. He was so surprised by the sight of the enormous crow that looked so real. You are an artist, La Bruja, he said. This crow looks as if it is about to fly away. You are too kind, judge, replied La Bruja. Will you please tell me this? In your view, is there anything missing from my drawing? Is there anything that this crow still needs? The judge looked closely at the drawing. After a few moments, he said, The crow is perfect in every way, La Bruja. The only thing it could possibly need is someone to sit in the basket on the bird's back. Good eye, judge, good eye, said La Bruja. And she started to laugh, and she held her hand up to her drawing. What happened next is so astounding, you may not believe it. The beautiful crone of Cordoba climbed into the basket on the crow's back. A strong wind blew through the room, and the crow began to soar slowly across the wall. 
La Bruja looked straight into the judge's eyes and smiled her enchanting smile. She lifted her hand and waved. The crow flew straight into the corner of the cell and disappeared. The judge rubbed his eyes. He shook his head and slapped his cheeks. He jumped out of the soft velvet chair and put his hands on the wall. The crow was gone. And so was the beautiful crone of Cordoba. That's all for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Now you can visit barefootbooks.com slash podcast to find special offers, join our email list, and listen to past episodes of the Barefoot Books podcast. See you next week. Bye.